From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Friday, December 4th, 2020. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Governor Mike DeWine said this afternoon that even as COVID-19 rampages through Ohio like never before, there's some good news coming. Governor DeWine told reporters at a special news conference that as many as 660,000 doses of the COVID-19 vaccines from Pfizer and Moderna could come to the Buckeye State before the end of the year. While Governor DeWine stressed there are many factors at the federal level that could lower that number, he nonetheless said many of Ohio's most at risk, including frontline medical workers, first responders, and elderly patients in nursing homes, could receive a vaccine within the next several weeks. More than 450,000 Ohioans have contracted the virus, 6,900 of which have died. Governor DeWine yesterday vetoed Senate Bill 311, which would strip the Ohio Department of Health director of their ability to issue orders related to the pandemic. Yolanda Harris reports. Governor DeWine cited objections from healthcare professionals and business leaders as part of the reason he vetoed the bill. House Speaker Bob Cup issued a statement calling the veto disappointing and saying he will discuss the next steps with the members of the caucus. Now, it's unclear if the House can get to the 60 votes needed to override the veto, but Senate President Larry Obhoff says the Senate does have the votes and hopes to hold a vote by the end of the week. I'm Yolanda Harris. The Ohio Department of Health released its updated public health advisory map yesterday, which showed double the number of level four or purple counties when compared to last week. More from Tracy Townsend. Franklin County is showing slight improvement as it went from a level four public emergency to level three. And that means there's still very high exposure and spread of COVID-19. Now, on the risk advisory map, there are now eight counties that are purple or showing severe spread of exposure to the virus. Medina, Portage, Richland, Stark, and Summit counties are new on this map. People who live in those areas are being asked to only leave their homes to pick up necessary supplies. I'm Tracy Townsend. Governor DeWine says we're still seeing a day-by-day increase surrounding hospitalizations and deaths. Brittany Bailey says the spike is draining health resources rapidly around the state. We did get a warning about hospital beds, specifically those in the ICU. They're filling up fast. Right now, Ohio has more than 5,000 COVID patients in the hospital, and more than 1,200 are in the ICU with more than 700 on ventilators. Health experts warn that if this trend continues, COVID patients may have to take over other areas of the hospitals. And that means certain elective and non-emergency surgeries could be postponed. I'm Brittany Bailey. The Ohio House has approved a bipartisan proposal to overhaul the state's school funding system, which the Ohio Supreme Court ruled to be unconstitutional around two decades ago. That said, it remains uncertain whether the Senate will vote on it this month. Some GOP lawmakers there question the accuracy and feasibility of the eventual price tag, an estimated $2 billion annually. Lawmakers championing the proposal for a more equitable funding distribution are urging action before year's end when several of them leave office and the legislative process restarts with the next General Assembly. But the leader of the Senate Finance Committee has suggested more evaluation is needed and the changes should be considered during next year's state budget process. Repairs to the Brent Spence Bridge over the Ohio River in Cincinnati continue. ONN Steve Vaughn has an update. The Brent Spence Bridge project has reached its halfway point, according to Kentucky Transportation Secretary Jim Gray. We're on schedule. We've also not been deterred by the weather. Now, conditions right now are 
not perfect, but we are still able to get work done. In fact, Kokosing is working day and night on the project. The bridge, which was heavily damaged by a crash and fire involving two semi-trucks, is set to reopen on December 23rd. Steve Vaughn, ONN. Four Columbus police officers have been relieved of duty after questions were raised about their time cards. Andrew Kinsey reports. Two school resource officers, one community liaison officer, and a supervisor all under investigation here. Top brass saying a routine accountability analysis revealed some discrepancies between the hours worked and the recorded and assigned hours for their assignments. The officers are accused of claiming to work when they weren't showing up. The officers are placed in a support assignment until until the investigation is complete, the Fraternal Order of Police President saying they are waiting to see the facts from the investigation and will make sure those officers are treated fairly. I'm Andrew Kinsey. Earlier this week, Ohio Democratic Party Chairman David Pepper said he's stepping down from that position by the end of the month. Yolanda Harris says Pepper is speaking out about what his party needs to do to be successful in the Buckeye State. Pepper is stepping down after six years of dominant wins by Republicans in statewide elections and presidential elections. Pepper says while President Trump won Ohio this year, Democrats have to work to reclaim the working class. I've written the transition committee of the Biden campaign a long memo saying you really if we're going to do better in states like Ohio and uh -huh. Michigan and Tennessee it's got to start with a real commitment to lifting these communities that feel left out. I'm Yolanda Harris, ONN News. Barring any 11th hour cancellations, the Ohio State Buckeyes will return to the field this weekend after not playing last Saturday. Karina Nova says it will be a test for the Buckeyes. The team will face Michigan State, who's expected to be a tough team to play on the road. The Spartans took down Northwestern last week, who were ranked eighth at the time and undefeated. Even though that was only their second win this season, you can always expect a fight from Michigan State. I think they're highly motivated. You know, come off a big win last week against Northwestern, they feel really good and confident uh, and you know, again you'll be the eight rate team you know and they went in the game not favored to win the game and so I think we have to play our best football game going into their in, in their backyard. Karina Nova ONN News. And the Columbus crew is just one win away from competing for another Major League Soccer Cup. Tracy Townsend has more. They will host the New England Revolution in the conference finals. Now, the Revolution is coming to Columbus as the eighth seed in the Eastern Conference. Even though the crew comes in at number three, head coach Caleb Porter says it will be a tough test this weekend. It's going to be a hell of a test. It's going to be a hell of a game. We know we're 90 plus minutes, maybe 120 if it gets there away from playing for another trophy and playing for uh, the second trophy in this club's history. And the conference final game is Sunday afternoon at 3 o'clock. I'm Tracy Townsend. Special thanks to affiliate station WBNS-TV in Columbus for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.